Dropbit Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 42. That's 42 for anybody who hasn't listened for quite a while and that's probably our fault. But anyway, um, episode 42, we are back and I am hosting, um, which is a surprise to everybody. But uh, yeah, I am. So there you go. Put up with it. Um, I'm joined by my illustrious colleagues, of course, um, and we're going to go straight to our lady on the scene, uh, Matt. I mean, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you're waiting all night to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Matt, how are you? Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to Susie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing well so far. Look out. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've been working heaps and clearly, you know, busting my ass recording podcasts and writing articles. (laughs) Well, you've got to work to buy a new laptop. Yeah, my laptop fucking committed suicide. (laughs) So I had to... What have you been doing to it? (laughs) You don't. You'll commit suicide as well. (laughs) I'd escaped the rape dungeon. (laughs) It was off. (laughs) Jesus, it's a bit early for that kind of God. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, so it died and I, it was slowly dying for a while there and then eventually one day it just didn't turn on no more. Yeah, sad, isn't it? So then I had to save to buy a new one and I got a new one and this one actually plays video games, so that's nice. That is. It certainly helps when you uh, want to talk about them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Yes. Anything major happening with yourself? Oh, I got my flu shot today. Oh. So it's that time of the year, unfortunately. So, yes, that's true. And it's really weird because I had a tetanus shot in December, and um, yeah, which was pretty freaking painful in my arm. And um, I'd have to say that this flu shot was actually more painful than that. I don't know what shit. happened. Wow. I've had flip shots that didn't hurt at all. Yeah, yeah. Me that too. That was a so. shot, Luke. <laughs> but every, I mean, I get it every year. And um, so, you know, I just sort of sat down and thought, yeah, this is nothing. And I thought, oh, my God. And I can't even – I tried to get the barbecue sauce out of the fridge earlier tonight and even that hurt. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so glad yeah, they did it in my left terrible. arm so I can get some sleep tonight. You sleep on your right, obviously. I do, yes. Uh, just for all those people out there that watch American TV shows and wouldn't have understood if it didn't get explained. Um, <laughs> Timmy, how are you, mate? Uh, I'm good. Nice. How about yourself? <laughs> what's what's the uh, the biggest, bestest thing that we've missed? Oh, I don't know. The Nothing first three months of 2013. <laughs> 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 I, I tell you what, a couple of years ago I made a prediction. That oh, yeah? I would stop because of the uh, the changes in my approach to the way I see and play and think about games. It would precipitate a massive drop in buying disc games and an increase in buying downloadables, and that has absolutely happened. Pretty sure I bought maybe two disc games last year, um, and even then, the, like the most recent one that we bought was Dead Island. Uh, it's a very old game. Well, not very old, but it's it's older now. But it, it's a fantastic game. But we paid very little for it because we just, you know, net, didn't really have the time to play it until now. So uh, that's where I'm at. That is where I am at with gaming. 
Ben. Nice. So is that your only disc game this year purchased? Did we buy it this year? Yeah, we bought it this year. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, well, as in, in, in the last 12 months, in the last 12 months. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, there you go. It's a good fucking game, that, Dead it, Island. It, it is very good, actually, yeah. Mm. That was some controversy that we missed for our podcast as well when they announced the special edition for the next Dead Island and they had the zombie bust yeah. of the bikini thing. Yeah, that yeah it was with a no real head. shame we didn't get to record at that point because I was terrified that 2003 would be the year of the sexy bust. I miss the yeah. sexy nuns. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Come on. <laughs> if you've seen a nun, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. We're going down the wrong path. This is not that podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Vision of horses coming back. Horse. Um, horses. <laughs> horses. <laughs> Uh, As you can tell, we haven't been around uh, each other all that much for a while, so uh, we're getting a a few of these uh, giggles out of the way. We normally try to do it before the recording, but this time we thought we'd we'd treat everybody. So that's what we're doing. It's a treat, guys. It's a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look look a gift whore in the mouth. (laughs) In the mouth? Jesus. Are we just that. using so many euphemisms that we actually don't know what we're talking about anymore? <laughs> so if anyone's still listening, you are here to listen to people talk about games. Uh, so I'll just very randomly open it up uh, about what we've been playing and what we've enjoyed since kind of the start of the year. So um, I'll go to Susie first. What do you reckon? Um, okay. Um well, I have actually – well, I'm still playing a fair bit of Black Ops still uh, when our internet's behaving itself because um, – Can you only play that when it's on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> that must it's suck. It's a common trend at the moment. <laughs> it's the here. worst thing. It's the worst um, thing, especially for people with, like, living in Africa and shit. No internet. Mm. The worst. Really? I can't wait until you can play multiplayer without internet. That would be cool. I don't know. Anyway. I think that's <laughs> You know, but then again, life seems to be about being online and social mediaing and whatever else. Anyway, so I played a fair bit of Black Ops and um, have gotten that first DLC with it that for the first time also includes a DLC weapon, which is pretty awesome. So um, one thing I've noticed that... Um, Black Ops 2 is actually has actually done in the course of, I guess, improvements each game after game is that if you actually dashboard mid-game, um, like, if, you know, you're just getting too pissed off with it, so you go to the dashboard so your score isn't counted. I'm actually finding that, yes, it still counts your score, and if you do it enough in a small amount of time and it seems to be small enough over a few days, you will actually be placed on probation, which means you cannot play any multiplayer until time's up. Wow. Which I found the hard way when our internet <laughs> um, disconnected me and it said, because you didn't complete enough matches. Okay, so I dashboarded twice probably. <laughs> but because of that, and then our ADSL cut out, it put me on probation. And every time I booted the game, I had to wait five minutes. And it more or less said, if you keep doing this, it'll be more than five minutes. So I'm 
really part of it sort of ticks me off but I kind of understand why they would do it because if you actually get the shits and leave mid-game you're actually letting a lot of people down in the process you're either going to let your teammates down for having them one less person um you're essentially just going to unbalance the entire game and not be a good team player who's probably a sore loser. I'm an exception, on the other hand, because we are on ADSL. I don't even have uh, one MPS of ping, or sorry, upload for it. So I can't even stream if I am playing. Um, And I guess from here, what I'm just going to do from now on is just team kill so I get banned from that match because there's no way in hell I'm based on ADSL. <laughs> That's my new plan, all right? So Sounds there, good. There you go, Treyarch. Uh-huh. But on the other side, like, it kind of annoys me because the game's been out, what, um, where are we, four months, uh, March? So, yes, mm. we've had the game for four months and... All these immature little freaks still think it's a great idea to construct an emblem of a penis. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> your face. Because you're a bunch of dicks. I don't know. Ha. Well, I guess they're self-portraits, really. But yeah. I have to say, you know, the anatomy proportions are terrible. And given that the size of an emblem, well, I guess depending on what sort of screen you have, I mean, I've got a 46-inch television. And <laughs> I was going to say, that's when it's soft yeah. too. Well, the size of the emblem on the screen off. is probably, what, five centimetres by five centimetres and it doesn't fit in that, so I guess they have a three-centimetre penis. Thank you for showing me that. Now, <laughs> go to one somewhere else. You're not clever and you're not talented. And You're no, you're no Ron Jeremy. No. Right. No, it is, there's no tripods. Um, <laughs> they can only blame their parents, really. Stop it! <laughs> really? <laughs> You're not clever. Wow, a penis. I'm offended. I'm excited. I don't know. <laughs> but mm, the greater population of COD players has to be male, right? So maybe it's just an expression of homoerotic affection for one another. Like, hey, boys, this is my penis. Touch maybe it. maybe Black Ops Two is the new uh, Blue Oyster. I'm not going to say that, but I'm not going to say it's impossible. <laughs> it's full of macho men. That's right. Maybe. It's just a hangout for uh, lots of frustrated men. I'm, I'm sure that if you took screenshots of uh, enough avatars, you'd be able to you know link them together and find why MCA is actually there. <laughs> actually, that's got to be my next clan tag if I ever play online games like that again. Why <laughs> MCA? Yeah. X Y M C A X sixty nine X. That's your new. That's your new. Yeah. MLG Pro No Scope. Yeah. F K News. Y M C A Scopes. That's what I call my new AFL Super League. <laughs> and look, I, I don't want to. You know, I want to dispel any rumor that may happen. I love penis. I don't like seeing it on someone else's Call of Duty emblem. Thank you very much. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. You no, I don't. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> Especially not from uh, you know some of the places that sell cod t-shirts. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Anyway, um, has there been anything else that you've been playing, or any other penises you'd like to complain about? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, she's about to tell you that some games have too much penis and others not enough. Well, you know, you know I live with Later. Tim and the combat sucks. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get DLC? <laughs> Day one I DLC. Can, <laughs> I can only play Tim online. Um... <laughs> Internet's playing. Always on. And subscription too. As long as he doesn't have a jittery yep. frame rate. That's right. That ain't no. good at all. My graphics quite low. That's probably why I needed new glasses. Um... <laughs> Actually, look, there has been something I've been playing, and I've been playing it on my tablet, the Acer tablet, not the tablets that I take every morning. And um, actually, Tim got me a more fun game, though. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, Path Picks is sort of the more generic term, and there's many variations of Path Picks on there. And um, I have really enjoyed doing it. It's sort of like a connect the dots Sudoku way. Not as wow. complicated as Sudoku, but you you have a, a grid area with different coloured dots that have numbers on them. And if a dot has a number three on it, then you have to join it to another dot that has a three on it and it will be three squares long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do that for yeah. a while and in the end you get a picture. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very, that uh, sounds kind of fun. I do, I do enjoy the little puzzlers. They're, uh, I think it's the perfect medium for it, really. Mm. It's uh, you know, the, the real kind of pick up and play and put down in five minutes and you know, you've accomplished two or three things and you feel good. Or you're frustrated and then you turn it off after five minutes, but you can always come back to them. I like that. Oh, there you go. Um, Tim, what have you been playing, mate? Uh, <laughs> With his penis. <laughs> is there any penises you'd like to complain about? Yeah, I got banned from live. Something to do with the Kinect camera. No, I didn't. <laughs> Speaking of always oh, that's on. That's old news. Like, wasn't it Uno days, Suze? It was Uno. And that wasn't even Kinect. That was the yeah, live camera. that was live camera. I've seen mm. lots of penises on Uno. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's what the Xbox Live community needed, cameras for their users. Yeah, definitely. I've been playing uh, one of my super awesome spiritual experience games. It's called Cairo, K-A-I-R-O. I I don't know when it was actually released, maybe a year or more ago, but uh, didn't hear any buzz about it. I discovered it through my best friend, Rock, who has it on iOS. I uh, bought it for PC directly from the developer and just played on there, and it is a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal game, Um, if you're me. (laughs) <laughs> you you do you walk around uh, three dimensional spaces, so it's in first person perspective. The only thing you can do is jump, other than walk. You will walk over things to activate them or push things, but otherwise, there's no other manipulation. And it's sort of like they're sort of very large spatial puzzles, but it's it's quite abstract architecture. You know, you've got floating blocks that just float in open spaces and so it's pretty surreal and uh yeah Yeah. it's pretty much accompanied by audio drones you know like air sounds uh and synth pads and it's fantastic absolutely brilliant finished it probably in about three and a half hours and i keep going back to it because it just it's so fantastic being in that world for me wow Yeah, so and just the design of it and the way the puzzles play out and the way you figure things out. It's probably not perfect. There's re- one or two puzzles that are a little bit obtuse, but otherwise um, 
it, it's very, very intuitive. It, it teaches you as you play without ever giving you a text prompt or not even showing you anything. You will just move around this space and you'll observe things that happen as you move and that's how you learn what you know how to master each puzzle. And it just... It is genius, absolute genius design. Sweet. Well, I don't hear you talk about games all that often in that way, so yeah. it's obviously pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, probably one really good example of design is there's a couple of uh, there's a few puzzles that use this kind of mechanic, but uh, in one of them, there's a few sort of dials on the wall. And they, the way you move them, it, it simply corresponds to where you are on a space on the floor. So if you move uh, forward and backwards, then you'll rotate one of the wheels. And if you move left and right, um, then it'll move the other one. And it's great. It means that the answer to the puzzle is actually a location on the floor. And all you've got to do is move to the right place so that the dials rotate, etc. And I, I just thought, wow, that just kicks the shit out of every, almost every single other spatial mm. puzzle that's you know or, or that kind of you know symbolism in games i mean I, I guess one of the first games that really left a mark on me was mist which i you know really enjoyed and this feels like a fantastic evolution of that um in the same sense i guess because it's surreal uh and yeah uh, look on pc and on ios it's not going to be a massive poly pusher it's not about you know hugely detailed textures but you know it, it is a wonderful example of what you do when you're frugal with your resources and you can still create something that's beautiful and feels expansive and, and huge. So, yes, I really liked it. Hmm. Could be worth checking out if you're uh, interested in that kind of a, a puzzly game. Seven bucks, I think. Seriously, $7 for the wow. developer. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, I would throw to Matt, but I know that Matt's probably got a few games that he'd like to talk about. Um, oh, so... we could be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. I'm going to be quite quick. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot of games, which is, uh, which is why I'm the, uh, the person that asking all the mundane questions tonight. Um, but I have played uh, recently Far Cry 3 um, and Crisis 3. I just... Just got a new PC, put it together on the weekend, and I wanted to see if it could play Crisis on full. Um, everything completely maxed out, and it did. It ran really well. Um, a little bit jumpy in a few frames here and there, but uh, it ran really, really smoothly, so I was pretty happy with it. Didn't like the game particularly too much. Um, I think I'm getting just bored with the same old shit all the time now. Um, there used to be a time when story and gameplay melded kind of thing. And now it's just, to me, it's all about, you know, you're just a dude, you just run around shooting other dudes. Some of them die easy. Some of them seem to never, ever die. Um, but there's no reason for most of that happening. And then there's like this really lame, pissy little storyline through it. Um, I just didn't really, it didn't grab me. Crosses was a bit, you know, of a, a, a fail in that regard, but it looks fucking awesome. So I will go back and try it again. Cause, uh, you know, it's gotta be worth something having that name as well. Cause I did, didn't mind the other one. So we'll give it a go. There's a couple of, um, there's a couple of really interesting conversations in that. One of them being, how you meld all of that together so that all of it's enjoyable and sometimes mm. where you're in it for the story or you're in it for the environments because they're pretty or you're in it for the gameplay because that's great but the rest of the time you put up with all these other elements so yeah it's quite interesting yeah to be perfectly yeah. honest i'm not sure if it's about 
me getting older or me just seeing the same thing done over and over mm. and over again. But I'd have to say that I would probably these days be more interested in a game that actually has a really good story or is telling a really good story by far over how it looks. And yeah. um, maybe maybe it's because of games like Dance Central 3 that had a shitty campaign. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. There was a campaign in that? Wow. There was a frigging campaign in it. <laughs> all I wanted to do was dance, not dance be yourself. sort of agent to the mm. dance <laughs> intelligence. And oh, fuck, what a joke. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I mean, um, the storyline is, is pretty decent and in games that don't have the fluff and the um, – like, I don't care how loud it is, how good it looks. I just – I really think it's it's really about the storytelling. Mm. With that as well – sorry to interrupt you, but with that, I, I'm starting to find that uh, my whole attitude towards gaming is – is slowing down in that regard, like, you know, having all these, you know, superhuman bloody killing machines is getting old hat and it is actually getting a little bit boring and people die in the same way in all of these games pretty much. Um, you know, the guns are almost the same and all that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm moving more towards more point-and-click adventure games. You know, like, like yeah. Tim was saying, you know, a game where it's just not, laid out for you where you actually have to solve a puzzle where you have to stand on a, on a on a thing to make something work and it takes a few minutes to work that out but once you do you find a bit of accomplishment in that and you know i i am starting to enjoy that I've, i'm actually playing through the um the uh back to the future games on the ipad and they're so much fun yeah, I really loved good. the Back yeah. to the Futures. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movies, and this ties in fairly closely, which is pretty good. The voices aren't even you know, all that different, which is good, so it still kind of ties in more with the movies. Um, and they've done a really good job. I mean, you know, Telltale Games that have brought out a lot of those types of games, I haven't yep. really had too much of an issue with any of them so far, and I purchased nearly all of them at Christmas time when they were all a dollar, and I've... I've I'd buy that for a dollar. I was really stoked. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of Telltale, um, I, for the third or fourth time, attempted to play the Walking Dead series that they did. Um, not the abortion of a game that's just come out, but the the Telltale <laughs> episodes, um, which I originally bought on, on PlayStation and mm-hmm. months and months ago, but I couldn't play it because there was no option to invert the controller which made it impossible and I just then tried to headstand. <laughs> and then I tried to um play it on the computer and I'm not a PC gamer and couldn't do anything. <laughs> so I sort of walked away pissed off with it. Um but um I went back on Sunday and as my, I haven't finished episode 1 at this point, but I mean it is not the best looking game ever made it's got a very unique design it's got a very unique feel to it um it sounds quite good but i think the real the really quick decision making that you have to do in it and that pressure and that whole um you know, decision of what to say to people, things mm. that people remember things that you remember how you make a good impression in that 
situation was really good. It really was such an experience, even for the hour of it that I played and got through a fair chunk of it. It was almost refreshing to have a game like that in recent times that steps away from the normal either first person, third person, um, sequel, next instalment, prequel, whatever the hell that's coming out at the moment. It's just so nice to have something so different, kind of like the point and click, but the time pressure is really – is such an experience in a game like I know a lot of games have quick time events but when it's a matter of you deciding who lives and who doesn't mm. it, yeah, it's and you've got well done, isn't it? three seconds to do something about it it's really it's almost a harrowing feeling mm. and I'm starting to understand a lot about what I was reading a lot of people who were playing it when it was released and all the installments were out about how they felt and I'm almost quite concerned how I'm going to react when I get to sort of episodes two, three, four and even the last one um, because a lot of people just said that they didn't talk for two hours (laughs) afterwards. Yeah, they're pretty good and on on that game particularly, it's uh, I've I've got it on the iPad as well and it is the most freaky game to play on a touch screen when you've got headphones on and it's a bit of a dark area like at night I normally play I suppose um, you, know, you turn the lights off you put the headphones on it is the most amazingly engrossing game almost solely for the fact that it, it makes you do those decisions yeah. because when you've got all these like you know audible kind of things happening and there's all these noises going on and then all of a sudden bang you've got three seconds to make a decision mm-hmm. and you know you have to interact with it in, by touching it um, it, it gives you that whole extra level, the extra level, sorry, and it's yeah. just it really, really well done. Um, if you get a chance to and you know, have a go of it on on a touch screen because it's really, really nice. So anyway, yeah, I'd be pretty keen to probably get it on another um, platform, considering I already have it on two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess the good thing is that um, you know now that the um, R eighteen ratings yeah. now in we can all now start to see it on consoles and more things so that's true it's, you know c- certainly a lot better well, than i think the first one is actually free in the u.s apparently on my playstation just how i got it anyway so <laughs> that's all right well the first, first episode the first installment is free on uh, on the um apple store so if you do know anyone with a, with an ipad i think you have a ipad 2 or up um yeah, the first one's free. So if you can, you know, talk someone into downloading it, give it a go. Mm-hmm. Can't lose. So anyway, um, we we have to get on. We're, we'll go to Matt. Matt, you got about five seconds. Oh, oh sweet as all your time. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, one word on each game. Well, I don't even know what games I'm going to say yet. Sort of then. I am. So like I said, I bought a new laptop and. Uh, I started playing Saints Row the Third again because that game's fucking sick. They net, they just announced Saints Row Four as well, by the way, which was originally going to be DLC. But um, you know, the, the, they went a bit overboard on the uh, on the budget and just went, yeah, fuck it. No, they went, hey, yeah. Saints Row the Third was our best selling game fucking in ages since Homefront. <laughs> so, so let's let's fucking let's make the DLC into a whole new game, and then THQ went bust, and they went, oh. Probably took too long doing that. 
<laughs> so um, the DLC out. Anyway, that comes out later this year. It's being published, but I think it's yeah being published by the same people who publish Dead Island. So there you uh, go. Riptide? No, that isn't oh, no, Riptide. No, the the, the developer. One. What's the what? what? Uh, silver, deep, silver, deep silver, or something. Or deep and silvery. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway. Hang on. All I heard was deep and something shining. Hello. Penis. <laughs> deep penis. Oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I figured I might as well um, <laughs> I might as well use my PC to play games that are not old. So I picked up the new um, the new expansion for StarCraft Two: Heart of the Swarm. Because I've always old. Hey. Speaking of games that aren't old. No, it came out like a week ago, I think. Last week, I think. Yeah. Um, no, and StarCraft 2 in general. Oh, man, I've been a fan of StarCraft, <laughs> the StarCraft series, since, it, you know, back in the day when it first came out. So it's been pretty good playing it again. Um, and obviously... What, on the SNES? No, on the P- PC. Back, oh, wasn't like, it ever on SNES? Hey? I... I don't think so. I think there might have been a Nintendo 64 version. Oh, the first but... of StarCraft 1. Yeah, maybe on 64. I could have sworn. Uh, StarCraft 64, yes. It was on 64. It's 64. Yeah. 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 But originally it was on um, PC. That was one of the first games I ever got, actually. Like, the one one of the first games I ever literally bought myself. On floppy? Uh, no, it was on, like, f- two... It was on a CD. Wow. I forget yeah. how young you are. God. Yeah, I know. No, I played <laughs> games that were on floppies, but I never bought them because I was a baby. <laughs> um, I also played SimCity, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, P- PS3 games, holy shit. There's been some. Um, Nino Cooney mm-hmm. came out. It was a JRPG by um, with the art style by Studio Ghibli, who are... Um, Pretty famous in the anime world, I believe. Are they famous for giblets? Yeah. Cool. No, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. That game's fucking cool. So if you're into JRPGs and you're sick of the, every fucking Final Fantasy 13 that comes out every year, <laughs> you should probably consider checking out Nino Kakuni. I played the new Tomb Raider as well, which, by the way, is fucking amazing. It's like Uncharted if Uncharted wasn't shit. And Uncharted <laughs> Uncharted isn't shit. So that's how good Tomb Raider is. It makes Uncharted <laughs> like shit. That's the weirdest review. Oh, no. You tied it all in. I like yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> Brought it all together at the end. Yeah. Um, Lara Croft's been redesigned, obviously, to to be as, you know, more pixels. <laughs> more, <laughs> more polygons. Speaking of penises. Um yeah, no, there's not many right. in that game, actually. <laughs> You'll probably no, use some. Just all the people looking at the game. Isn't that why half the people bought it? Just because she's uber HD now? Yeah. And they can do that view where they pull the mouse all the way down. It just looks straight up a butt. Uh, can you do that? I don't think so. Yeah. Used to be able to do that on the old ones. Oh, I heard. Oh, someone told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you heard it. I remember a friend of a friend. seeing a uh, YouTube video. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Tomb Raider, that's a quick review, I guess. That game's really fun. So if you're into third-person shooter slash adventure games, you should definitely check it out. It's really well-polished, um, et cetera. Shooting's pretty good. Cool. Because that was always uh, the problem with Uncharted, I thought. Was Just waves of enemies coming at you was a, a pretty big one, as well as shitty controls of shooting, yeah? Yeah. Well, Just and also, this, this time around, Lara actually expresses uh, distress when she has to kill the animals. And I always thought that she was a bit too nonchalant killing animals, so I'm glad that, you know, they got a fair go. Yeah, that's only the first time she does it. Yeah, and then after that, she just fucking kills about yeah. 300 <laughs> things away. after that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to kill stuff, and I don't even care. Yeah, it's like... Uh, when the first more than once already. The first time she kills a, a dude, which has been like shown a, a little bit in the trailers it's like a real emotional intense moment and then like After an that, hour it's further like in, the murder yeah an hour later into the gameplay you're just like sweet there's a dude headshot <laughs> yes. no struggle that 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 is a dichotomy that is probably a little bit too broad for me now i i uh not keen on that sort of thing you know the the worst thing was right she does the her first Murder where it's in self-defense the first time she kills someone. So really, it's not a murder. She's just trying to save her fucking self. And, um, and you know, it shows how she's so distraught about it and everything. And then later on in the game, you're working your way through this building and you blow up this room. It's got like a gas leak in it or something. And you blow up the fucking room and this guy gets pinned under concrete. And he's sitting there like up against a wall with his legs and everything just mangled under concrete. And you're walking along and he goes, just put me out of my misery, please. Like, it hurts so fucking much, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> you think, yeah, it's totally funny. You think, oh, yeah, sweet, okay, I'll do the merciful thing and kill him so he's not going to sit here just, you know, yeah, bleeding out up. for days. Yeah. And then you shoot him and she goes, go to hell, you bastard. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That is just cold-blooded as a motherfucker. Cold-blooded. <laughs> So that was a bit jarring. I was like, hold on a second. I mean, I know you want revenge, but fucking hell, bitch. Settle down. Yeah, she's she's got issues, that one. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so Tomb Raider's fun. Uh, I played a bit of Dead Space 3. I I need to play more of it, but I've been sidetracked because I've been working ridiculous hours. But um, Dead Space 3 is really cool. They got rid of the multiplayer that was in Dead Space 2, and instead they've added a co-op mode. Now, I wanted to know about this co-op mode because... From the little footage that I saw of it early on, uh, it seemed like two different players would actually perceive two different things. Like it would show mm. one player one thing and the other player who was subject to the, I don't know, hoodoo guru freaking space voodoo, you know, <laughs> would see something else. Is, yeah, that, is so, that how it is? Well, I was originally going to review the game with, in co-op with uh, another guy, another reviewer I know who's, who got the game, but we couldn't end up teeing up a time to play together. So I've only played it on single player, but I have heard about the co-op. And the idea of it is um, obviously that you play Isaac Clark or the other guy, I can't remember what his name is. Red Church. And, and they, yeah, and they just gradually, as the story progresses, just get more and more insane start losing their minds Mm. and um and due to the whole losing your mind thing you start to see shit 
And so you'll be walking along in a room and then you'll just turn and see your co-op partner just fucking shooting wildly at what appears to be nothing. But on his screen, he's seeing, like, monsters attacking and he actually has to kill them, otherwise they'll kill him sort of thing. Yeah, nice. I, I'm very interested in that sort of thing and, and how well it's been done. Mm, well, if you pick it... Because it also has drop-in, drop-out co-op. Okay. And so you can alternate who plays as what character and you can just come in at any time sort of thing and join in, I believe. And plus there's extra missions, optional missions, that you can only access playing in co-op as well, which is cool. So it's not just, you know, uh, the same old thing again. Maybe, mm. on, maybe on the cheap because it seemed uh, a little bit departed from what Dead Space originally started mm. out as. But uh, but the co-op element, I'm willing to, to forgive everything else to... Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting. I if they do a better job than with. Um, remember the last Resident Evil, and there was three different storylines, and they yeah. were all drop in, drop out co op. That was the same kind of idea, except you know, if you were a first time player and you had another guy that was playing, and you were in friends or whatever, and you joined their game, you'd start with just a handgun with six bullets, and your mates got like every gun under the sun and there's like <laughs> thousands of zombies coming towards you and massive bosses and all you end up doing is just scrounging for bullets mm. and then you turn around and shoot this thing six times and it does nothing at all and then you're just <laughs> running and and then, your uh, mate pulls out a rocket launcher from his back pocket yeah that's right <laughs> yeah it's well, amazing the, the good thing in Ted Space 3 I believe you can um, I know you can transfer items. I'm not sure about like fully made guns, but you can, as you go through this, like workbenches where you can make custom weapons, and that's a really big mechanic in the game. Just being able to pull apart guns into complete pieces and then rebuild with slightly different stuff and make a completely different gun sort of thing. Mm, The customizability of the weapons is really robust in it. So um, I don't know if you can actually like pass your co op teammate. A weapon, but you can definitely pass them parts and stuff like that. And all the weapons use the same bullets this time around, so it's slowly removing that sort of RPG element of micromanaging ammunition and mm. stuff like that. It's a it's a survival horror thing, though. That's that's one of the, look. I understand it changes into a different game, but the the I mean, to use Resident Evil as an example, your shotgun is your best tool for defeating zombies, but ammo would be so scarce, so. You can use it to try and get out of a situation, but you now jeopardize everything you know that's coming at you that you don't know until you find mm. more. And I guess it taught you to know your tools and be frugal with your ammo. But look, I understand. I, I, I don't want to have too hard a, harsh a go at it. I think plenty of people have, and they've got a lot of good points. But all right, whatever EA did or didn't do to the franchise, it is a different game now, so that's what it is. Let's talk about what it is rather than what it well, should be or what it was. The the way I see it is three games down the track in a series. Yeah, why not be different? You can't. Well, you can't expect it to be the same game because yeah. people would just come out and say that's boring and stale. You know. Yeah. But having said that, it is a completely different game between Dead Space Three and the original Dead Space because, I mean, for a start, Dead Space One was all on a spaceship yeah. alone, and this one's got, you know, outside on a snowy planet and co-op with another player and you've got like I'm I haven't even reached the ice planet yet I'm just in space still which mm. is pretty early on in the game to be fair but um you know I wander around and I'm used like you you get used to jump scares 
in Dead Space, mm. and it's like, oh, okay, I'm in a hallway. I've just gone through a door. Guess what? There's going to yeah, be a exactly. fucking necromorph come ru- either running at me <laughs> or jump out from behind me or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it still scares the fuck out of you <laughs> when it happens. But you're right, but you, it does because, happen. You can see because you've got that tension of knowing that it's coming but not sure where the fuck it's going to come from. Yeah, and how many there's, there's going to be. But the more you go through it, the more kind of rote it gets where it's like, okay, sweet. I walk into a room. Yes, there's vents everywhere. There's going to be a, like – because, I don't know, we, we play games – well, I play games a lot and you guys play – like more than most people probably. So you start to learn – Grandparents. Yeah, you start, <laughs> you start to learn how games work and and be kind of come to expect that kind of thing when you're a gamer. And mm. so what I noticed with Dead Space 3, it was like walk in a room, okay, there's vents all over the walls. There's probably going to be a ton of necromorphs jumping through them as soon as I walk over some certain spot in the room. And lo and behold, you get about halfway across the room and all the lights turn off. And then it goes like emergency, emergency, quarantine. And then all of a sudden in the shadows, a fucking necromorph attacks you or something. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was always going to happen. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, that's not to say that it's not a fun game. I've thoroughly enjoyed it and um, it's been challenging enough. But yeah, it's hard to compete with with Dead Space 1, even though that game had, had issues of its own. But for what it was... It was pretty fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah, agree. Anyway, that's enough of Dead Space Three. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I want to hear a bit about uh, um, the game that's been very, very waited for. It's been, um, I suppose, getting a few good reviews. A lot of people are complaining about it as well because of an issue at launch. But uh, you've been playing um, SimCity Four, Matt. SimCity Five. That's the one. Well, yeah. And Sue has, has it. Yeah. Yeah. While, um, oh, you've been playing too, Suze. When it was working, you, we were playing it, but potentially SimCity 4 while the servers were down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll um, uh, certainly very soon I'll, I'll definitely have the uh, written review on the site uh, because um, EA kindly gave Drop Bear Gaming a review copy, so that's on me to, to write up. But right. it's not really the sort of game that you sit there for two hours playing and go, yep, I've got enough to review, basically. Yeah. Um, unless you more or less want a very brief outline of, of what it is. There's certainly a lot that happens in it. Um, now, I, me and SimCity go back many years, many, many, many years to the original on SNES and um, – SimCity 1 on PC and I also played it at Mac because my primary school um, actually had it in the library so I used to play that in the mornings before school started <laughs> um, I would have to say that I have never been good at the game I always the grumpy guy in the budget who said we had too many roads um, super annoying that fucking he, guy yeah so glad I don't see him. his stupid face and the new one but um, <laughs> um, it's um, it's very different to I guess the SimCity that I've known in all shapes and sizes with 2004 that was more or less just a, a, a repolished uh, issue installment so yeah so I remember in regards to the the evolving of that like you say you're not getting annoyed anymore by Mr. Too Many Roads dude um, 
Yeah. What What is it now? Like, uh, how, have, how have they removed that, or is that no longer a part of it, or does it just manage itself? There's still the budgeting. Um, well, I guess you can you can always look at you know the taxes that you're imposing, how much money is being spent on on different services, um, and that's more or less. It's certainly a lot better of seeing ways to improve your city and and certainly generate a good source of income. It's definitely got a very good tutorial um, involved in it that really teaches you the basics of the game that actually it's like, yes, this finally makes sense and I think I know what I'm actually doing for a change. And it's really taken away that, you know, heinous job of, you know, building pipes and then getting a water source to it and then building bloody um, power lines mm. and all that crap. Like, all of that's been taken away from it. It's more or less done for you. Yeah, it's um, all just linked it, with the roads. Yeah, and it will just more or less show you, you know, how far it's reaching and, and um, you know, if you need to, if you've got a really big city, then you may need to do another one. But aside from that, um, it's still very much a situation of, you know, building roads, building your, your different zones of residential um industrial and commercial but they build so quickly this time rather than sort of hoping that something happens with them and it's it's probably and I was trying to talk to you know explain it to Tim at the time because um when I first started playing it I felt like it was merged in a lot of ways with the sims yeah the way that I guess the interface of it is, it looks almost like a very similar menu to how The Sims looked when I was playing it. It's similar. Ah, that was terrible. Very good. Oh, man, that was no, awesome. it wasn't. That was so good. <laughs> and, and we were sort of probably thinking Thanks, about... Tim. It was the... a simple joke. Come on. God. <laughs> Sorry, Suze, we're not listening anymore. Simmer down, will you? Yeah, you all had the same um, the same response pretty much simultaneously. Will I just want to pick mur. up my cat right now and go Simba. <laughs> he is here, by the way. Yeah, he's sitting right behind me. Um, <laughs> um, it has that real Sims look about it and um, without revealing too much information, probably it's a good thing, I think, that they did a new SimCity and that you know, it's not SimCity Five. It's not SimCity the Next Generation. It's not First anything like that. or Insurrection, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or SimCity Four Thousand. Like, it's not you know none of that. Beans. It's just very simply SimCity. <laughs> I could keep this up all night. They should have that. And when the Sims first came out, I think I was in Year Ten. I think, but Tim had already finished school at that point, so he was never actually into The Sims, but I played it because I guess that's kind of the the age demographic suitable for playing it. Um, There's probably a lot of gamers out there at the moment, and this is a very big assumption, and I apologise, that never would have had that opportunity of playing the original SimCity on SNES. They never would have had it on Mac. They never would have gone and seen what it looked like bare bones, you know, 100 years ago. 
Mm. So it's probably a really nice introduction to the game for people who are new to the series. And I think people who are familiar with the other titles may find that it looks it looks the same, but it's also very different. So I think it's a nice blend of taking a very old title and just giving it uh, more or less a nice makeover mm. and probably taking away a lot of the bullshit. But what, do you, what do you think, time, Matt? Had you played well, much of the older ones? Yeah, I played SimCity, well, the the original one, and then I played like not very much of it. And I kind of... See, I put the first one I played was SimCity 2000, and then I played the previous ones after that. Mm. It's funny, I, back in school I was a little piece of shit, misbehaving asshole, and... Um, <laughs> the teachers, the teachers used to say to me if I would, if I behaved in class, they'd they'd give me like so you behave for one one hour or something and you get ten minutes to play on the computer, oh, and uh, that has defined the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, when when SimCity 2000 first ever came out, that was one of the games that we had on this um, Power Mac. <laughs> and so they used to be like, "Yeah, sweet, you can play that," and I'd be like, "Yeah." Build a city, and they'd be like, "Okay, that's enough." And I'm like, "Wait, it's a fucking Fuck tornado! <laughs> fucking tornado! It's a fucking meteor!" <laughs> anyway, so um, computer, at you? yeah, a lot of the bullshit from those original ones, like like you were saying, Susie, with the pipes and all that shit, it's all been yeah. cut away, and mm-hmm. um, at the same time, more stuff's been added. Like, so your roads in this one, for a start, you can have curved roads for the first time in SimCity. Yeah. Wow, believe it, guys, believe that's it. Cool. Curved roads. Triumph. Um, you can actually um, buy a DLC add-on pack that has French um, landmarks. You can also buy a German <laughs> one and a British one, so you can have like Big Ben and all that crap. But that's just, you know, EA is trying to make more fucking money out of us, and the game doesn't even work. But um, <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Um, <laughs> no. <nah, laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so. All your roads is what your uh, your water and your power all go through. So as long as your road is connected to a power source or a water source, anything on that road will, assuming it's not overloading the source, will have power or water. And it also has waste management, so you have to, um, you know, manage sewerage and all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, your people start to get the shits. Well. They get, they get, the shit, they get the shits and then shits all over the yeah. The worst thing is, you got to put a the first sewage dispensing thing you can put in is just a dumping pipe, and it just pours sewage out on the fucking landscape. <laughs> Sucks, man. You got to you got to try and put it near a water source <laughs> so it goes in the river. <laughs> I guess I should rename my city Brisbane. <laughs> Oh, nice. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm, allowed, I'm allowed to say it because I lived there for 20 years. So, you know, I know these things, all right? <laughs> the interesting thing with that is because of the whole region thing. So the reason Sims, the new SimCity's all got the whole multiplayer always online thing is the region system where you can have, like, depending on the size of the region that you choose, between, like, three and 18 fucking cities in one region all selling and buying resources from each other so you could have one city that specializes and just has fuck tons of power plants and they sell power to all the other cities in the region and Mm. 
one might have like um you know all sewage treatment and and garbage disposal and all that kind of stuff so you can work together like that but that they've got all that economy stuff but i'm pretty sure there's some some connections with the pollution as well so potentially like obviously this is something that you'd find perhaps after playing for a while with other cities in a region but um if you're dumping sewage into a river i wonder if it affects other cities downstream with water pollution probably depends i think on how you're playing it um like i said before we started recording when i started to play the game i opted to play it uh privately rather than publicly because i am just I have zero confidence in playing this game around other people. It's yeah. it's like I'm as nervous about that as I am with eating in public. I just feel so uncomfortable that someone would come along, look at my city and go, <laughs> she can't play SimCity, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Neither can half of the people who bought it. No, but I just, it's because probably it's one of those <laughs> those games that I, I mean, for years and years, I really sucked at the game and yet I still played it for some reason. Because it's fucking fun. You don't need yeah. to be good at it. It was, and the same thing was with The Sims as well. Like, you'd sit there playing it for six hours straight, and then you go, Yeah, I'm tired and I'm getting bored of this. You'd exit out of the game, and then you just boot it back up again. Not, not even two seconds later, like, Oh, I want to keep playing. And you just kept doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but definitely, I guess, with the interface and I guess the interactions that you can have with the people who live in your town and get those little sort of. I guess you call them sort of side quests in a way yeah. or yeah. challenges or whatever they are if they say, oh, I don't like this or I want this. But um, I know on the show I mentioned that I've been playing Tropico 4 and I suppose I still have a bit of that Tropico um, dictator attitude when I'm playing it because in one of my residential zones they had like a mansion and then then they moved out of it saying that they didn't have enough shops nearby and that's why they left and I was like well fuck off then so she arrested them and shipped them off to another country that's it that's what you do in Tropico (laughs) you just bulldoze their mansion and fucking rezone it to commercial and go what now bitches (laughs) here's a fucking shop assholes (laughs) <laughs> so um, I, I really like actually to be honest I really like the music in it I really I was going to um, you know play mp3s and stuff while I was um, checking it out the other day but I thought no this is actually quite peaceful and quite nice it's not um, it's oh, there's something very zen about it yeah there's is there no... an overarching kind of end to the game because I remember in I think it was the first one or maybe the second one um, once you got to like a, a million dollars kind of turnover in the, in the accounts um, and then it was constantly going up from there it actually basically said to you yeah, you've completed everything this is the game um, and not many people actually got to there I, I certainly didn't no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't uh, some yeah. of them have Scenarios from memory, like you, you could. You, there were some scenarios where a city was deep in debt or had transport yep. problems, and you had to address those problems. And then you could yep. have free mode, and the whole idea was more or less to get your city to metropolis level, you know, successfully supporting everything you needed to support, which was itself quite difficult. And I only ever did it once. So, um, yeah, uh, does it still have that kind of 
thing or are you just building cities and that's all? Mm, not there yet. Yeah, it's hard to say without, without <laughs> no having idea. played it more. I think like the fact that I'm seeing my my income each month green and in positive is something I've never seen in a SimCity game before. <laughs> so, or in my home budget. Exactly. So it's, it's a whole new experience for me at the moment. But it is giving me that that itch to scratch to play the original Sims again. But I have a feeling if I go and boot it, I'm going to... You know, You're going to build a swimming pool and take the thing out and then they're going to die and, yeah. What? No. I was going to say after about five minutes, I'll just get That's bored. That's real sociopathic behaviour there, Tim. Yeah. No, I never played The Sims and the only thing of the new SimCity that I've seen was uh, that Susie showed me is all the turds floating down the... You know the view of your sewerage. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have a, a like, or if your um your sewerage treatment is not like enough to handle the city, it just like flows around the streets, not really going anywhere. <laughs> oh, awesome. It's fucking and then, like living in New Delhi. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. Oh dear. <laughs> My son Tyson when he was playing uh, The Sims constantly his favorite thing to do in the sims 2 was to get a house get a family like get a fair few people in this house and then ring people and invite people over and stuff and just build like one big major kitchen and then remove all of the doors once they were all in there and then let the oven catch on fire (laughs) and they'd all be dancing around burning and shit and the uh fire brigade couldn't get in because there's no doors that was cool Anyway. Uh, That's yeah. fucked up, man. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, you were saying like, "Go, son." Yeah, you're amazing. But he put a smoke alarm in there because it would alert them all, and then they'd all freak out while they were burning to death. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I think he wrote "saw." <laughs> anyway. anyway, so yeah, the like, like you said, a lot of that annoying shit that from the old ones has been removed but there is a lot more there's a lot of complexity that's been added in as well but it's not the kind of frustrating annoying bullshit kind of stuff and the like you you played it um on private i put mine on public and i started a region with i think it had like five spaces for cities okay and no one fucking joined it rude so I was just like, whatever. And then eventually I was building my city and it came up and said, you know, you can you can claim other cities in your region and you yeah. can have multiple cities. So I was like, oh, okay. So I started another one and I was like, I'm building tons of outflow pipes for sewerage here and I'm selling my sewerage pumps, like the use of them to my other city <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. And you, then you can like specialize cities. You can make gambling cities and like all kinds of crazy shit. So That's good. Um, yeah, it's, do it's you get other, do you get other player interaction with that? Do you? Yeah, you can. Uh, well, you can you can send money, gifts, and stuff like that, and and just work with other cities like that. But I haven't played it with anyone else yet. It's only been me with my multiple cities in the same thing. Mm. But they they count as separate entities, sort of thing. Mm. So when you're in one it treats the other one as a neighboring city that you're not in control of. But when you you can set it up. So say you've built, as you progress, you upgrade your town hall and then you can place add-ons that allow yeah. for 
um, better kind of stuff like greater hospitals and things like that. And you can get to the point where you've got like kick-ass firemen or something, like heaps of fire engines, and you just can select an option saying volunteer out this many fire engines in case they're needed. And then if there's a – like you're playing in that city and it'll pop up a message saying there's a fire in this neighboring city. We are sending fucking three fire engines to go help and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. So like you're working together with your, your other cities in that kind of way. And so it's pretty interesting creating that kind of – I guess it could be almost um, you know, part of a, a, a trusting thing in a way because I'm a bit sort of scared that if like – someone came along, came to my city and just started bulldozing everything, I'd just be like, what are you doing? And yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, what would happen in that well, situation. Like, can you kick people out? Or Well, they can't actually – I don't think other people can actually affect any change in your city. They can only build their, other, their own city in the region and then they can come and visit, but they can't actually do anything. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that, that's all right then. Yeah, so you're not going to have that. The, the the issue is, say you build a city in a region where one guy's gone, yeah, sweet, I'll be the power station place and builds heaps of power stations and then you completely build this massive city relying on him and then oh, all of a sudden he goes, fuck you, turns off the fucking switch and then your whole city has no power and you have no mm. space left because that's another problem with this one. Um, the... The actual area you have to build your city in is way smaller than it used to be, I've found. Like the actual, you know, your zone within the boundaries to build your city is considerably smaller than you were able to build with the previous SimCities. Uh, and there's yeah, no controlling. Okay. Yeah. There's no controlling. Like in like SimCity 2000, you'd be able to go in when you started and terraform the whole area to how you wanted it. Yeah. And there's no control of any of that. So no. That's no, I did bit, notice that. It's a little a bit, bit frustrating. But apparently hackers have modded it so that you can do that now. So that's cool. Oh, of course they have. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's so... the server issue and that's why it was only down for two days. Mm. Or so a lifetime. If anyone out there's got SimCity and they want to play with us, I mean, I'm on Origin, MattDBG is my username. So if you want to add me, we can play. That's cool. Sounds good. I, I accepted your friend request today, actually. Yeah, I saw that. Actually, I'm seeing that literally right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Cheers, friend. That's all right, friend. <laughs> nice. Well, there, there's a, a quick chat on uh, on SimCity, the recent. Oh, we um, didn't talk about the server issues. Do we need to talk about No, that? I think everyone's talked about those enough. Yeah. And if you want to go hear bitches whinge about shit, then go somewhere just, else. Just quietly, I know the actual truth about that. What? No one wants to hear the truth. No, there were, there were no <laughs> they problems. They just want to whinge they, about it. There were no problems at all. They just wanted to shit you all. Ha, 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 look at them dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, were, they were like, ha, ha, we have your money. Now yeah, we suffer. We're <laughs> EA, fuck you. I heard a funny rumour <laughs> that was like, um, because... Maxis, everyone's still like, you know, Maxis, we love you. It's it's not your fault. It's EA, right? <laughs> so there's this thing where it's like, you know, potentially you could join EA and fuck up real bad and everyone will still love you and they'll just blame EA and EA just becomes the scapegoat. But um, 
don't know. I am so doing that from now on because I'm I'm a really clumsy person and like Tim says, I have a lack of spatial awareness. Like I'll always kick my toe on something. I'll always hit my elbow on something. I'll always get a bruise from something and not remember where I got it. It's just this thing. Like I'll cut my finger when I'm chopping something. It's just mm. constant injury, injury, injury. Now I'm just going to say, oh, it's EA. Fuck your spatial awareness theory. It's EA. Yeah, it's all yeah. EA's fault. That's right. <laughs> Maybe if you paid more microtransactions, I wouldn't hurt myself so much. Oh. <laughs> Look, in all seriousness, I don't hate EA at all. I don't. I don't even feel anything bad towards them. It and to be They're honest, business. it didn't affect me because we had a serious heat wave. And I couldn't even go near my computer while that was happening because the sun gets in here all day. So um, it was more or less a race against is this heat wave going to end or are the servers going to come back up, you know, yeah. one or the other. So <laughs> I was at disadvantage by the servers being out. And, you know, thank you very much to EA for actually giving us a copy of, of the game to play. And, you know, yeah. I, I really don't think EA are really all that bad. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I bought it on launch day and in – downloaded all my updates and everything that worked and then like I couldn't play it but like I said I just went and, you know did something else I was like well I've mm. got this game forever now mm. so I'll just go watch I think I went and watched a fucking movie I was like I think I may have actually watched Back to the Future because nice. why not and mm. I was just like you know what I'll just play it when it's online and within like two days I got on and played it and it saved my city because that was another issue with it. People were actually being able to connect and then all of a sudden they'd get booted and their game wasn't saved because the cloud saves. But like I said, you know, within, yeah, a, we- within, within a week of it, the game's working fine. So yeah. whatever. Like, like Susan and I have talked about a few times, we're at the point now where there's so many things happening in our lives that even sometimes when we're really keen for a game, I remember when we got Battlefield, Sue's, and I think we sort of maybe tried to play it one night. We may have played a round or two. And then we didn't touch it for two and a half weeks just because we had things on. So, uh, Well, no, when we first got Battlefield 3, we couldn't really have a police play a decent multiplayer game for the first four days of getting it oh, okay. because the servers were shit. Yeah. And then when God we did... The AI. When, yeah. <laughs> and then when we did, it was full of snipers. And I went, fuck this. I'm going to play God. something else. Fucking EA, EA made too many snipers. <laughs> <laughs> they were just all the EA snipers. Everyone from EA just sniping. But, you know, it's like, and it was disappointing. And I hate to admit it, there was a time where Tim and I sat there in the multiplayer queue for Battlefield and said, you are in a queue. And we literally would look at it for... 45 minutes an hour just waiting checking to out get dick a- logos <laughs> just waiting to get into a game and then I would get kicked out of the queue and say connection lost and then Tim would get in and then you'd have to download a 2 gigabyte patch for an expansion pack what you know it's <laughs> it's so bullshit god damn you EA and you're updating my game yeah, I want a I bought this game. I bought this game. I don't want any DLC or anything. I don't want it to be better. I don't want it. To, I don't want anything except and what don't I paid fix for. Any of the bugs that I paid yeah. for, and definitely don't balance it, you fuckers. Because <laughs> I want to use that shotgun that's overpowered. I paid for an overpowered shotgun. Don't be changing it. 
I want to quick scope it. Yeah. People, it's people fair, are really. fuckwits. You know what I want in the next fucking DLC? I want to ride a donkey, damn it. And if I don't get to do one, it's EA's fault. Do <laughs> you want to ride a donkey? In Battlefield. Oh, in Battlefield. I was going to oh, say, yeah. you know, once this podcast is over... Oh, don't say that. Giddy up. <laughs> hey, why can't I ride a dirt bike in Battlefield and also fire a fully automatic machine gun? Why can't chain fed machine gun from the back of my dirt bike? It's so unrealistic. X Games tricks and stunts and you know mad stuff. You know where you hop off and grab the seat and all that to you know the cheering of thousands of adorers. Crusty demons. That's what Battlefield needed. Fucking crusty demons. Why can't I use a retro lancer in Battlefield (laughs) Three? I can't can't build more storage in Battlefield Three. Why can't I just steal cars in real life like in Most Wanted? Fuck you, EA. It's all EA's fault. Yeah. Fuck you, EA. How come I can't... I think this is the friendliest thing they've ever gotten. I'm, try... I'm trying to think of something to do with Dead Space, but it's like... I think we're going to get a nasty <laughs> email from Space. I wish I could start a cult <laughs> and make people hallucinate. Hang on, it's not too yeah. hard. I only yeah, like to like use my black... Game. I like it. I yeah, use my black markers for writing, not for infecting people's minds. <laughs> Fuck you, EA. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but, but Connect Scientology has an exclamation mark on the end. Yeah. Sorry. Like a question? No, no, no. Exclamation mark. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know where I am tonight. I am You're in the just... study. <laughs> you know, it's all EA's fault. No, you don't EA. know. <laughs> yep. I went to a... <laughs> I went, to my, I went to a soccer game the other day and I tried to do a scissor kick over my head and I fucking hurt myself. <laughs> Fuck you, EA. It's I, you did you kick a goal, It was because my ultimate dream team in uh, FIFA 13 wasn't updated with the DLC yet. Fair uh, enough. And probably just before you jumped, the servers crashed and you just fucked it. That's what happens. I tried to do a celebration and I ran straight into the goalpost like they do in the game. <laughs> I just ate shit. What the hell? Why didn't I just keep running on the spot? Oh, yeah. Is this really the most super realistic soccer game? I don't think so. Fuck you, EA. Why don't you patch that? Well, I think uh, I think we're we're not making any friends anymore. So no, no, this I, might be a time to run away and hide behind EA rocks. It, if, uh, if, I, did I, you I, like how I said that? I I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something serious on the topic. We're not here defending EA and saying that nothing that they do is bad. Be intelligent with your criticisms and and be critical. Be intelligently critical, and then stop fucking whinging. All right, just shut up. Seriously, shut up. Yeah. All right. There's nothing wrong with being critical, but develop an intelligent, critical dialogue with people, with EA. Be private. Susie's a big fan, and I support the idea of being private with your grievances. You know, uh, what was it, Suze? Oh, this is going viral. The fucking idiot. Like, even if that guy had a, anything, a shred of anything in his favour, don't be a tool about it. You know why? Oh, because you're a fucking the, adult. That's the refund thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. You know what was funny about that? The person only said, we will ban your Origin account after he said, yeah, he goes, bank? I'll reverse yeah. the charge with my bank. And they're yeah. like, you can't actually do that, you dick. I, I have to say, after that, number one, I was a bit, my speculation of it um, when I saw it, and I had a really good chat on Twitter with um, um, another guy on there about it because he empathised with the guy um, and 
almost said that I was missing the point initially because I said, well, number one, that, we don't have the whole transcript, okay? All of it's not there because a conversation doesn't start with, um, why can't I get a refund? Okay, that's not where the conversation started. So, yeah. buddy, where's the rest of the conversation? Okay. And the fact that, you know, he had to make a point of saying, this chat's going viral. And then, yeah. and then, and then journalism, Reddit. in inverted commas, journalism has made, you know, has posted it as news saying, oh, my God, EA threatened to ban someone for asking for a refund. It's yeah. like, no dumb shit. They said they were going to reverse the charge back to their bank. And I laughed at that because, you know what? Try it with Steam. Try it with anything. Try and get a product and then reverse the charge and see what happens to your account. Try it with Apple. Apple will come to your house and cut your legs off, like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> These are the sorts of people that need to start breathing underwater and turn on a kettle with no water in it. You know what they should do? They should have a nice... They should, because they I think, I think so Suze was time. playing a, a custom mod of Sims there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, man. They should take a zen moment and go turn on their PS3 and watch some patching. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, and there was that press release statement that said people who are disappointed can ask for a refund, and and that's fine. Under but, special circumstances. Well, douchey McDouchebag, who wanted his chat to go viral, you know, said very genetic things like, oh, the back end, you know, there's something wrong with the back end. Like, it's like, it's the same thing when people want to say, oh, this game is shit. Tell me why it's shit. Tell me why it's broken. Why is it broken? Use that muscle in your head and have a critical conversation about what it is. Don't just say, oh, it doesn't work and I don't know why and I want my money. Fuck off. Tell us why. He was just trolling EA anyway. Oh, yeah. Because oh, clearly he's he's a Reddit user because he posted it on Reddit or- originally. Oh. And <laughs> the number of... They did an AMA with fucking Will Wright about the new SimCity on fucking Reddit. All the people on Reddit who play games knew that SimCity was online only. It's written on the box. There's a fucking thing on Origin when you buy it. It says this game requires a persistent internet connection. Now, potentially you could read that and not be a gamer and understand that on launch day on a game that has, requires a persistent internet connection, you might have server issues. Like, it would be understandable for someone who's not a gamer to not realize that. But I'm pretty sure gamers who are posting on Reddit know their shit. And they know exactly what happened with Diablo 3. They know exactly what happens with most games when they're on launch day. Fuck, even World of Warcraft. On the launch days of new expansion packs, man, good luck trying to fucking play that game. Mm. Because ping would be ridiculous. You try to go into a new area and you just get booted off the fucking connection because it was so so many people trying to go into one space. All these people know this. So then they're sitting there rubbing their hands together going, fuck yeah, I cannot wait for SimCity launch day when the fucking servers crash because we all know they will and then I'm going to lay shit on EA for fucking us over with their DRM. It's like fucking hell, man. Mm. I'm not saying that DRM's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I just think you should just fucking get a bit of perspective the key yeah absolutely the key things are that whatever your grievance conduct yourself in an adult and intelligent manner number one and number two 
again, uh, it's funny since Cliffy B left uh, game development for a while, he's been <laughs> he's been writing a lot of his thoughts just more almost stream of conscious style. And I'm not here to say whether I agree or disagree with anything, but one thing he did say is just vote with your wallet. You know what I mean? And you did you did right. Everyone, Everyone knew, and there was no way of not knowing before you bought the game. So <laughs> if you didn't think it was a good idea, don't buy it. But don't, don't don't then go out and actually buy it and then say, oh, hang on a second, this is not good, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, if you know it's coming, vote with your wallet. That is actually the only real way you're going to make a tangible difference mm. in shaping what commercial activities companies go for. Or, if yeah, you like exactly. me, stop fucking ogling over freaking AAA games and find the absolute delight and joy there is in 7 and 10 and $20 games made by indies that are absolutely on the frontier of design. But yeah, sorry. Mm. I just I have to say that <laughs> because that's my thing now. It's, and now I'm yeah. I'm going to jump in. I, I agree with everything, and we could talk about this forever. But I am going to have to bring this whole thing to a close. If I could, I will ask though, just for everybody to have a last say. If you if you've got some burning thing that you want to uh, lump shit on someone, um, go for it. I think that was mine. So two as you go. I just think that, and this is a bit of advice probably for other gamers and I know I probably don't lead by example at the best of times especially when I have something I'm very passionate about to say nevertheless when I have a grievance over something or somebody I do not jump up and down and carry on at that person or company to get my own way I've always like with whether it's been um dice or anything uh, you know, and this is going back to the bad, um, bad company two days when there were server problems. I noticed there was a situation of all these tweets in my newsfeed of people, caps locks, you know, really going nuts saying, what is this shit? This isn't good enough. Fix it, blah, blah, blah. And I just came along and said, you know, in good punctuated sentencing, hello, I'm noticing these problems with this server. I was doing this at this time. Thank you very much. You know, I was the only one who got a response because I didn't act like a fucking idiot banshee carrying on, demanding something get fixed straight away, then and there. And second to that, what do you think someone manning the Twitter account is going to do for you? Are they developers? Are they the ones that can go in and update a line of code? They're just people on Twitter. So just no, don't battles, give a shit. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not going to fix it, you know. It's exactly. Just, why don't give yourself a stroke? Have a nap. Wake up. <laughs> make a glass coffee. of warm milk. Or, <laughs> you know, maybe have an Oreo. That's, that's good advice for everything. Twist, lick, dunk. Final words. Watch videos after. Final words. Okay. Um, you know what? Treat people with the respect that you want to be treated with when you're dealing in any situation, not just on the net, and particularly on the net, actually, because people take you take like forums like Reddit and stuff like that, platforms like Reddit, as an excuse to act like a tool. And EA community forums, I'm sure, have been swamped. Uh, reviews all over the internet for SimCity were just slamming it, giving ones out of tens and shit because of a couple of days of server issues on a game that is really, really awesome. Take a few minutes to just think about 
all the fucking people who worked really hard on that game mm. and they did not want this to happen. It's not like they're sitting there going, fuck the consumer. We're just going to put this out and get our money. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it's, you, not, it's not aliens or something. You will get more traction from saying, yep, I can understand what it is you're trying to do or what you, know, what you maybe should have done. So let's turn it into an a, a intelligent, constructive discussion rather than just acting like children. Seriously, just, it yeah. is childish. Just employ some patience. Yeah. You know, take a Well, you can, you can even be passionate about it. I don't mind if you're angry, but be intelligent in what you say. If it's launch day and the servers aren't working, screaming and carrying on isn't going to get them working because it takes more than a... You can't just flip a switch. No. It takes work. That's right. Well, I've been listening to everyone, and I think you've all had some pretty good points, and I, th- I think I've pretty much got a, a good wrap-up of it. Um, pretty much what you're all saying is... EA servers and internet flaming douchebags, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and that, that's what it all comes down to. Everything else should be sweet. So, <laughs> well, I'm a keep well. it real. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this time now, and I'll, I'll just like to say thank you guys for being on the show with us. Obviously, uh, you know it's it's been a little while, and getting us together has been a bit of a treat. And I really appreciate the time everyone's taken to record this with me. So thank you very much. Um, and a thank you to everybody or anybody who listens to this. So. Yeah, re- remember to subscribe to us on iTunes with um, the other guy, whoever it is, or girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or robot. I don't know. Is someone subscribed to us? Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Drop a gaming on iTunes. Just look it up. I don't know how you found this podcast otherwise, but if you found it by going to our site... That fucking blows my mind. Please continue going there. They might have gone to drop beer gaming gear, maybe. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, they're, they're good guys. They're good guys there, but not related to the reviews and the shit that we do. So yeah, you should definitely keep visiting us. And if you do go to that other website, you should come to us as well. Tell them Susie sent you. <laughs> You'll get 10% extra. What's the, what's the email address if people want to complain about our horrible jokes and puns? Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Send in suggestions for what you think we should do with the podcast as well and like if you've got stuff you want us to talk about and whatever. Oh, and click like on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash dropbeargaming because, you know, you can comment on stuff on there. I mean, you can comment on stuff on the site, but I know mm. you're probably already on Facebook. You might as well comment there. And you can win a million bajillion dollars. Like Not really. Do that. Terms yeah. and conditions apply. <laughs> like there is no such thing to fuck off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of like the EA server, bloody terms and conditions. Anyway. We are the EA of podcasts. I'm right? pretty sure. <laughs> I think EA made uh, like a million bajillion dollars on SimCity selling yeah, a broken game. Man, that's. To, is there a record for that? Most amount of money made for selling a broken game. Because they get that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Thanks to everybody. And thanks until next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao.